0: And welcome to episode 35 of Expertise is Overrated, the podcast that takes the time to answer the questions you didn't know you didn't want the answers to. I'm Sean.
1: And I'm Vib, and neither one of us has any clue what we're talking about. Before we move on, let's award the much vaunted Expertise is Overrated Tinfoil Award.
0: As a reminder, this is an award that we give out at the start of each episode to the person who had the most ridiculous point in last week's episode.
1: No brainer this time, really.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't think I can really even defend myself here.
1: No, and I mean Discord really piled on you as well. Yeah, I got yelled and at quite hard. Stop putting Patrick Stewart in things. Is got to be the worst sentence anyone has ever uttered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: like, it's got to be the worst sentence anyone has ever said. N- not even just on this on this show. Just no,
0: definitely. just 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 in the history <laughs> in of the English language.
1: In history. Yeah.
0: My, my, what were you thinking I, like, walk my, my, this one. It's, it's, a, it's a complaint that I actually mostly have about the Picard series and it's just uh-huh. that he's just too old to be in films that aren't about the fact that he's an old man essentially <laughs> he looks like an old man a no?
1: ageist it's, piece of work it's not that it, look at that real time censoring in action
0: I don't. I don't know what it is. I just. I feel like he's earned a, a retirement, and we should all come together to help him enjoy his you know, retirement. Bit,
1: I, I'm sure he's allowed to say no when these scripts come in, and he's like, "I'm not fucking riding around in a yellow." I don't know. But I
0: think I think no one's told him that he, it's fine, mate. You've 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 done your time. You don't need to do that anymore. I'm worried he doesn't realize. He thinks he has to.
1: Well, and, and he should. He's a joy to, to us all. He enriches all our lives. So he, more he Patrick does. Stewart in things, please. Patrick Stewart in everything. <laughs> Patrick Stewart in the, the new Harry Potter remake. Yeah. Which is a really tortured segue. That's, that's <laughs> come out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> but that that is... He'd
1: make a great Dumbledore. Come on, let's be honest here. Despite being bold... I'm sure if they can make magic appear on the screen, they can do something about his hair. That's a
0: fair point, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
1: not like Richard
0: Gambon's actually a wizard. Richard Gambon, Michael Gambon, Richard Harris. Or Richard Michael Gambon. Harris, Michael Gambon,
1: my goodness, you're on fire today. Aren't you? Oh,
0: no. I, I'm sort of
1: dreading the rest of this episode it's already. Gonna,
0: it's all going to go downhill from here. This is as good as it gets, people. Oh,
1: no. Oh, no. Well, what are we doing? So... We've done a lot of just nettering
0: for the last few episodes, which has been really good and really enjoyable, but for, us anyway. Made, for us anyway, but we haven't made lists for a while.
1: That is um, true. We haven't made a good list in what feels like a long time.
0: No. So I thought, you know, fix that. Essentially.
1: So we're making a
0: list, making a list. We are, have tried to rank the top 10, Duelists from J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series that we have. I, don't and I know must about... say,
1: when we first discussed this, I was like, "Yeah, easy, easy, really easy episode." Yeah, as in to, to plan. I mean, not that not that I ever planned. plan, but I how wrong I was. I, at the end of it, I was like, I don't even know what dueling means anymore. I don't know if you
0: know. No, I have a, I have a list of ten names, but. I don't know that there's a great amount of coherency or logic in how they got from my head to the piece of paper in front of me, which is which bodes well for the discussion section of this episode. But oh dear I, I think I think trying to work out what a duel in Harry Potter is might might have been quite useful before we did this, but clearly neither of us did that. It's confusing because there's this sense that you get from the second book in particular, but also some parts, some parts of the fourth book, that dueling is a sort of very rigidly defined thing, isn't there?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, when they introduced the dueling club in uh, exactly. of Secrets, it's, it's, yeah, it's this sort of formal procession, a bit like muggle and, duels, right?
0: I think I, it's always struck me as like fencing. There are very strict rules on what you can and can't do and what counts as winning. And then you get to Order of the Phoenix, Deathly Hallows, Battle of Hogwarts, all of that. And it seems like all of those rules went out the window, if they ever existed at all.
1: Yeah, because dueling just becomes the wizard term for having a fight. Having a
0: a bit of a dust-up.
1: And that's... probably where I've gone with it. It's, it's hard, right, because even... It's where I've even gone. The, yeah. I mean, even the Battle of Hogwarts, for example, the, a, a, you get the distinct impression that a lot of it is 1v1-style fights. Yeah. I mean, quite often it's not not necessarily 1v1, but but you know what I mean? It's, you don't, it's not you don't sort get of the melee, sense. right? Yeah, you don't get
0: the sense that sort of it's the done thing, even on Sort of the Death Eater side to jinx someone in the back,
1: but then, but then in the Half Blood Prince, when they have that fight in Hogwarts, it, it kind of is just people shooting spells left, right, and centre. So it's yeah, it's a weird one.
0: But uh, yeah, it it, I, it confuses me greatly. Um,
1: so yeah, well, we'll we'll see what uh, I, I guess our interpretations of of said word will come in mm. uh, as we do this.
0: What I thought might be an interesting way of changing it up, so we why don't each of us read out our bottom five, so 10 to 6, and then we'll do 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, I do, you do, I do, you do.
1: Uh, okay. I mean, I'm really hoping, and I know this has burned me in the past, but I'm really hoping that our top five at least are the same, right? There's no way that we have a disagreement on top five.
0: There's a small chance. Oh, oh no. Okay. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be surprised if there's more than one like person divergence, but we we might disagree about the order. Okay. But do okay. you want to, who 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 have you got ten to six? Uh,
1: so starting at ten, I've got Molly Weasley. Fuck at nine, off. I've got Ginny Weasley. Oh my god. And then it's just the rest of the Weasley family. No, um, <laughs> at eight, I've got Kingsley Shacklebolt. At seven, I've got Harry Potter himself. And at six, I have Minerva McGonagall.
0: I thought I was in trouble, but mate!
1: I can defend all of that, because it's just demonstrably correct. But yes, go on. We'll count count to mine with yours, then.
0: <laughs> You're going to be so angry. At ten, I have John Dolish. At nine, I have Remus Lupin. Eight, Severus Snape. Seven, Mad Eye Moody, and six, Bellatrix Lestrange.
1: Well, I think it's time to end the episode. There, isn't it? I mean,
0: <laughs> that's so different.
1: Have you, you? You have read the books, right? I'm worried you haven't. No, I mean, come on, Dawlish.
0: Yeah, no, Dawlish. Do- Dawlish. is the one where I have to do a bit, quite a bit of work to get him in there.
1: Dawlish. Dawlish.
0: <laughs> the, do- the
1: man who actually turns into a running joke because he's that bad being I, see,
0: I don't think that that's right. I think that's a misread of anyway. Um. All right. So, who've you got at your five slot?
1: Phileas Flitwick. Okay, I've got McGonagall. Oh yes, I don't. I don't hate that. No, I don't hate that. I've got
0: um, I've got yeah, Kingsley I... at four.
1: Okay, okay. Which which I love for old Kingsley, like which this.
0: is one that I think I might be like my my five and four. I'm unsure of, but I went with them.
1: Ah, uh, well, there's a big argument coming up because I can't believe why this isn't your number four, but Severus Snape, obviously.
0: Okay, no, I was worried that he wasn't on your list at all.
1: <laughs> no, he's, he's 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 he was he's like the Andy Murray to the the Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal, and Novak Djokovic that is the top three. <laughs> You know, clearly, like, more more part of that pattern Please, than the if, other patterns. If
0: he's anyone, he's Nick Kyrgios.
1: <laughs> How rude. Who
0: have you got in your number three,
1: then? I have Tom Marvola-Riddle, a.k.a. I Am Lord Voldemort.
0: That's such a weird anagram, just by the by. Exactly. Isn't it awful? It's so bad. Okay, I don't... I don't hate Voldemort at three. I don't like it. But I've got Gellert Grindelwald at three. And I'm still unsure if he's actually eligible for my list at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should talk about that one. Yeah, because um, he's he's my number two. Okay, so if he's
0: on both of our lists, then he's by definition eligible. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I guess we have to explore why we both put him on our list. And, and this high up as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, so Dumbledore is my two.
1: Dumbledore... Oh, no, come on now.
0: Yeah, Dumbledore at two. Oh,
1: I thought you fucking ruined the episode by putting Dawlish in the list, and you put Dumbledore at number two. What? Yeah, I've got Voldemort at one. Well, okay, some form of redemption, I suppose. the second, I thought you were going to put Harry above Dumbledore or something stupid. No, Har- Harry Potter's not on my list. So Harry Potter's not on your list, that's interesting. Well, I, think that, I think that's a
0: big point of... Contention between the two. There's a few points of contention. Well, I mean, we to the
1: begin with is absolute
0: trash. Okay, so you got list. You just you got Dumbledore at one to be clear. Yes, yes, yes. yeah.
1: Okay. Albus Dumbledore, just to be yeah, clear. no, yeah, completely, yeah, yeah. uh, completely up front. So, 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 hang on. So you put Voldemort above Dumbledore, even though Dumbledore beats him in a fight. He's not even fully focused on. Yes. Explain. Oh we're just we're just diving straight in. Are we? Yeah, well yeah, yeah. You you need to explain this this pile of shit that you've you produced it.
0: <laughs> Dumbledore himself says that he even his strongest protective charms and enchantments are no match for Voldemort at the height of his powers. And that's it. It's 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 Dumbledore's own admission that he
1: no, can't be Voldemort. That's literally not what that statement means. I don't think you can read, after all. Who knew? Yeah. Those those are the words
0: that appear on the page. What do you mean? Yeah, his strongest he, defensive
1: enchantments. But it's not like Dumbledore's going to stand there and conjure shield charms all day if he's in a fight with Voldemort. He sort of does. Yeah, because what well, in the only fight we get to see between the two, but that's because he's not really focusing that much on Voldemort. That that's like the secondary aim is to get him to hang around until the Ministry arrives.
0: I'm not sure. I agree with you. He's, I think he's trying think, to protect think,
1: Harry more than anything else. Uh, really,
0: I think you're buying into the Dumbledore mystique that I don't think is is necessarily sport. Dumbledore is a phenomenally powerful wizard. Don't get me wrong, and he takes apart anyone else on this list. But
1: uh, I, and, I don't,
0: I don't think he beats Voldemort in a see, in a, in do, a straight one v one.
1: Because I think his defensive charms will hold off ultimate long enough for him to get his own stupendously powerful offense. I oh, but
0: this is because you don't understand how magic works. I remember this. No, Dum- even Dumbledore can't block a killing curse. Right? He has to. Use- he has he, to transfigure. He, st- he has to transfigure stuff. To he, do can it. Um, he can
1: sizzle. He can sizzle sizzle. Um, Dumbledore, also, no, but, has, no, but, Dumbledore but also has
0: the Elder Wand at that point.
1: But the issue with the Killing Curse is that it's it's a completely blunt weapon. It's literally just shoot and hope to hit. As you say, yeah. you can just block it with something um, inanimate. Well, I suppose sure. you could do something animate but a bit you know. rude. For uh, our well, forks, I just suppose. Chuck, do it. Chuck Dobby at it. Um, no, but 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 the point is sort of that there were so many more moving parts to dumbledore's technique sure uh and he's and he's really old at that point um yes no that's fair and i guess this so this is why i've got people like McGonagall gonna flip it quite high up because because i think creativity is really important to do so i think something the films I just, think just think to get this off my back sorry there's something the films are really badly right and perhaps it's because it's really hard to do but they and I think we said this before on here. They they reduce magic and dueling to just bolts of light shooting at each other. Yes. Right? Yeah, they, they, that, they reduce it to almost, almost
0: almost exactly fencing.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. If you think
0: if you think about the fight in the in the ministry in five, for example, that's just fencing with a few extra steps. That's all that's happening there. Which is, yeah, but that's, but that's because there's really
1: unskilled duelists uh, doing it, essentially. Sure, it you know, works on screen. and, and Death Eaters. But even, and it works on screen, yeah, for sure.
0: Even even if you compare that with Order of the Phoenix, the book, the kids do better because they use like a wider variety of spells. I completely agree with you, though, to go back to your original point. I think creativity is massively important in a duel and I think that's probably is that's why I've got McGonagall as high as I do. I don't have Flitwick that high. Or I don't have Flitwick on my list at all. And I need to need to interrogate that because you've got him above McGonagall.
1: Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, but yeah, the creativity because that's one of my favorite jewels in the books is actually McGonagall and Flitwick and Scrouge versus Snape. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Also, just because it's like the the original heads of house just just having out, which is which is just well written, you know. every now and then jk does something good it's very well done um yeah so so for that reason mcgonigal for me is really high um because she actually starts that fight off 1v1 versus snape who who i really rate um and and flitwick (laughs) (laughs) yeah again i guess to use the text to my advantage he's like the only known dueling champion champion that we have in the books right I guess uh, that was from a long time ago, and and that is the sort of yeah. the, the fancy no, yes. fencing setting. But he's he's clearly very handy. I mean, he kills Dollohov. Well, he downs Dollohov. I don't know if he kills him, but.
0: Yeah, but he, he just almost does it without thinking, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, and and Dolarhoff, Dolarhoff, I mean, we're, we're going to be meandering a lot here, but just to.
0: is a big deal amongst the Death Eaters, right? He goes through quite a lot of.
1: And Dollohov's original... a problem with your list, isn't he? Conspicuous in his absence if Lupin is on there.
0: Yeah, I know I don't know why I've got Lupin on there. I think it's because I like him.
1: I think it's uh, actually because I, I learned like da- a lot about Lupin yeah I think it's
0: actually because I like David the Lewis. I think he he his Lupin is who's on my it, list yeah. right but no there's, theres there's something about Lupin he's the only good defense against the dark arts teacher across the whole series. I would argue. Um
1: Barty Crouch Jr., I would say.
0: Barty, ex- except for Barty Crouch Jr. <laughs> um, <laughs> um No, I, I, I take I take the if Lupin's on my list, what Dollarhoff needs to be on it and above it. And I don't think I have an answer to that.
1: See, I, I think I weirdly do. Okay. <sighs>
0: the problem the problem that I have with Death Eaters, right? Is why there's a reason there's only one and a half of them on my list. Is that everyone in the Order of the Phoenix and all the Aurors are still bound to not use the unfor- unforgivable curses? You get this out, right. You never see Dumbledore fire off an Avada Kedavra or anyone else in the Order of the Phoenix, right? Uh, so I think you... that is a limiting factor.
1: You do though. Do you? Yeah. Doesn't Lupin himself say to Harry? Right, this is why I get so angry with them when they're when they're doing the whole brute chase. He says he says don't pull your punches. Yeah, but no, he, but like, no, no, but like no, he says he says shoot to kill, literally. And it's also part of the thing where they repealed that whole act as as you know, you can't use unforgivable curses against That was them. in that was
0: in the first war. That, um, that was only It was, in yeah, yeah, no.
1: Yeah. Um, but Lupin does say something to to the effect of, you know. Kill them, don't, but don't his, just his, them,
0: But his frustration there is specifically that Harry keeps using the disarming curse rather sure. than rather than even shooting stunning spells.
1: Sure, but there's also that's, a suggestion in one of the other fights that there's a killing curse that, and Harry's like, "Oh, he couldn't tell who that came from, like Death Eater." That, or Phoenix, that's true. It. That's true. So there's very much a suggestion that it's it's by the end, certainly. It's maybe like by the just... end. You don't
0: see. I, I can't think of. Anyone in the order in the battle, yeah, of saying it, yeah, fighting, right. shooting to kill. I mean, I think you meant to think that Trelawney kills Greyback, for example, by chucking a crystal ball at him. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously, Molly Weasley kills Bellatrix Lestrange.
1: Oh, yeah, that has to be a killing curse, right? That again, that's not explicit, but that has it's to not be
0: explicitly good. a killing curse. And I don't think you can. Well, maybe you can, but I, was just, I don't think you can sub-vocalise Avada Kedavra, but no. I don't think we ever see any, including Voldemort.
1: Well, I mean, and if she does say, like, if she does do it a non-verbal Avada Kedavra, then she maybe has to go at number one on the list.
0: <laughs> well, exactly. But I, the, the line is basically, the, the curse goes under Bellatrix's wand, which implies that it Could have been and hits her directly in the heart, so it's not necessarily
1: And that's always the thing, right? Because I guess, and you see this quite early on in the series as well, like when Harry first meets Sirius and stuff, they're always pointing wands at hearts. Because I guess you could more or less cast any spell at someone's heart and you'll probably kill them, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're still fundamentally got human anatomy. Yeah. You, know, I like you have that to flip endo hard enough at someone's heart and it'll probably stop, right?
0: Yeah, I like that neither of us have Sirius Black. I was worried we were going to have to have that argument.
1: Uh, Sirius, uh, I, I wanted him on here, but it, it, you're just kind of going off of archive and it's just hard to judge, really. You,
0: you're, you're relying on the fact that other people say that Sirius was really good at school. Yeah. Basically, Yeah, to, if you put him on the list.
1: Which is a bit bit of an issue I had with James and Lily as well. Yeah, except that there it's it's more direct evidence that they were great, right? Because Voldemort asks them to join him three times. Yes,
0: and And James obviously he does this not because he thinks he realistically thinks that he can win, but he stands up to fight Voldemort, and you don't get the sense that many people do that. Obviously, he's got he's got reason. Without, yeah, I suppose he doesn't even have a wand.
1: Now, now, that would have been a tasty what if, I suppose.
0: If James is dead.
1: Well, yeah, but maybe but not. so quickly. Maybe Lily's not. Yeah, and and I think in the vein of sort of uh, power couples, I also consider Alice and Frank Longbottom.
0: Yeah, my problem with Alice and Fra- Frank and Alice Longbottom is I we've just got no idea. Of like what they can do. All we know is that it took four Death Eaters to bring them down.
1: It, it took four Death Eaters, and and again, that Voldemort they defied Voldemort them, three times, yeah. right? So, um, and and that and see, and this is where my list started spiraling out of control because I got yeah. to sort of James, and I was like, oh, and then I've got a thing of Frank, and then it, then it was sort of like, hmm, what about Fabian and Gideon Pruitt? You know, it took five Death Eaters to kill those two. Yeah, it's like well, okay, now think, now we're getting into the the sort of.
0: I think I think there's there's too much almost apocrypha from the the first war. I think to, yeah to really place much reliance on anything from then.
1: I, yeah, I there isn't. I'm there not, isn't.
0: I'm, right. not, I'm not convinced by that, but that's my that's what like why I did why I don't have anyone from that really.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, I I even got to (laughs) talking of of, um, people who get name dropped very few times in the Harry Potter series. I thought of Dorcas Meadows.
0: No, you were going niche. And
1: and the only reason I thought of them, I don't even know if it's a he or she, to be honest with you, uh, is that Voldemort killed them personally. That's
0: a woman. I know who you mean, and it's a woman.
1: Uh, I think it's a woman as well, yeah. But that, oh, that, sure. that's that's if that's like mentioned as like, oh Voldemort had to kill them personally, it's like, okay, you know, that's that's pretty That's a you know, big deal. It's pretty big. Um but yeah, no, I mean we're we're already massively uh just <laughs> off, really off, off off, to, off kilter. Yeah. Um so Lupin, yeah, Lupin. See he he didn't make my list even though I wanted him to b- because purely because of Dolorov. Um but I'll, I'll tell you why I think that your inclusion of Lupin without Dolorov is allowed in so my the, book.
0: Yeah, so my, my reason is I think the Order are unfairly const- not unfairly constrained, but that they are constrained relative to the Death Eaters. So even yeah. members of the Order who lose to Death Eaters uh, can be can be included.
1: Yeah. I see it's interesting that you went with that whereas I'm going to go with the argument that I imagine would resonate much more with you. Is... Or just that Lupin's a better man. <laughs> No, is that Lupin and Tonks are recent parents and are therefore presumably just utterly knackered by the time that battle actually occurs. I, I genuinely And Lupin been. win like he he hangs around I think as does Tonks for a fair long while and they do quite well and then ultimately you know just it's just one too many type thing.
0: I I sort of always assumed they died in the Great Hall at the end.
1: No, because they're dead when Harry the dead when harry goes to the
0: forest yeah so yes, when he does the are. rounds right and, they are
1: yeah so so i no, I, th- I think literally that they're, th- they're just on the on a different day yeah like pre teddy maybe <laughs> um lupin is, is 100% on this list yeah yeah no, that's fair i think that's fair um plus yeah I, I just love him so much and you're right um he's he's one of the very few characters that does so well on screen as well. It's Actually, that's not fair. A lot of the adults do. To be
0: completely fair, most of the casting is very good.
1: Yeah, but I, I guess I mean that more in that they didn't ruin the character completely.
0: Yeah, no, okay, that's fair.
1: <laughs> um, so, so okay, so talk me through Dawlish. Right,
0: this is going to take quite a lot of work. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, th- I think Molly's easier to explain.
0: I, Molly, Molly is easier to explain. I have Dolish on my list for basically. It's basically one reason, but it splits out into several. Dumbledore speaks speaks to him and of him with respect, which is very high praise. Um, even when he's talking down to him, he Dumbledore says he got like straight outstandings in his newts which isn't determinative but it is indicative indicative um and he is sent with fudge and kingsley to bring dumbledore in and everyone knows how big a deal dumbledore is that's why
1: yeah uh See at that point, because that's one of the very first times we really see Dawlish. The
0: the problem is Dawlish. You are right. Become after that becomes a bit of a punchline, but I don't think you can discount what, what who, and what he is in Order of the Phoenix. Um.
1: <coughs> you, that's uh, that, that's it. I don't know. Cause he, he doesn't make a very good impression there does he really
0: he he doesn't successfully arrest dumbledore with while working with kingsley shackleball who doesn't want to arrest dumbledore
1: <laughs> well and the minister for magic and the, the yeah, but fudge is a senior undersecretary whatever she is
0: F- fudge is a muppet as is Umbridge. um
1: but yes you're 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 right I, th- I I sort of feel that you've put Dawlish on them because he he's an aura. That's probably partially who, who true. we kind of see in action. But then my 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 question to you then is why not someone like Rufus Scrimger?
0: Because I, I think Scrimger's past it. I get the sense that Dawlish yeah. I get the sense that Dawlish is an aura in the prime of his life and career. Yeah, but then put mad eye on. <laughs> yeah, but that's just his. He's batshit insane, and that's always going to be valuable in a fight based on creativity.
1: But he gets I think so easily I beaten think... in the ministry fight. That, that's my main issue with him. We essentially only ever see him lose.
0: That is true. I think I might have bought the Mad Eye hype. That might
1: be. Back in his day, I think. But even then, like he get my issue with him essentially what I wrote down was he gets hit. Every single time he fights.
0: <laughs> that might be true. He might just be really, really good at taking a punch.
1: Yeah, because like uh, he loses part of his nose, he loses his leg, <laughs> just, yeah, he just loses yeah. his eye.
0: That could, um, you could you could actually be right about, about Mad Eye. His 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 thing might be that he's just really, really resilient. And he's more than willing to take one in order to give one.
1: Yeah. But then I mean he is responsible for like half the death he does in Azkaban, right? So Yeah, that's the other
0: side of it, right? He's he's meant to have have done a great deal.
1: Um, He's just No, Dawlish. Ah, Dawlish, I just find. Ah, uh, uh, I just it's, don't it's, know. It's,
0: it's, it's not me being Mimi or anything like that, but it was... I was really struggling to come up with a number 10. I thought about, you know, Molly, Ginny, Harry, people like that, and I thought, no, like, I can make a case for Dawlish. I'm, I'm not... It's not even a case that particularly convinces me, but I think because he's an aura, and we see him actually aura in. and he's sent to bring in Dumbledore. That's, that's, that's the big one for me. He's part of the team that's sent to bring in Dumbledore.
1: Yeah. Part of me always sort of thought that he's part of the team that gets sent in to take down Dumbledore because he's like the only Muppet who would No, because been- they also sent Kingsley. Yeah, no, but he as you know, I, 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 they were like, oh, we need some, we need some like senior auras from the office who's down. And then Kingsley's like, I'll go because, you know, Order the Phoenix shit. I'll, I'll and, go like, I mean. and the other one is like, oh, yeah, I'll take down Dumbledore. Whereas all the others are like, uh, I'm busy.
0: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I've got a uh, lot of paperwork to do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. that, that's always how I pictured it. I was like, Dawlish was just, he was just yeah. th- enough of an idiot to think that he could feasibly take down Dumbledore. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, no. I, I kind of like your explanation, but I also hate you.
0: Yeah, or no, like that's it. that's fair. If, if you can recognize the the merit of the explanation while hating the outcome, I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, and, and for me, so the reason I had Molly at number ten was oh, because I she's, she's actually one of very few wizards that we see in a one v one duel from more or less start to finish, and she wins it. Against someone who you put on number six, no less.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I hate Molly Weasley on your list for in ways that I can't possibly explain. Um, explain part it. of that is because I hate Molly Weasley as a character.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa what?
0: Oh, God. I'm gonna Where t- has
1: that come from?
0: I'm going to get tinfoil again.
1: Oh, um, you're going to get more than tinfoil.
0: Molly Weasley is an awful, awful woman. And we don't see it because she's kind to Harry. Explain. There are lots of little things that Molly does that are petty cruelties that, if the Dursleys did them, we would hold up as evidence of their abuse of Harry. The way she treats Hermione, for example, when she thinks that, based on a gossip column article, she thinks that Hermione's been stringing Harry along, is so petty and so cruel to a 13-year-old girl.
1: Yeah, but she's defending her surrogate son.
0: Having done precisely no research at all, including asking her own son, who is friends with both of them, whether or not there's any truth in it. The holler that she sends to Ron is nothing more than performative cruelty. Hmm. Her, generally speaking, her treatment of Ron is atrocious. There's a really, the really.
1: really... Of Ron isn't
0: great, but. Her treatment of Ron isn't great. Her treatment of the twins isn't great. Right? She likes Bill and Charlie and Ginny and sometimes Percy. And she has three other children that she goes somewhere between active dislike and neglect.
1: Ah, see, so I don't think that's fair. I think she just <laughs> she just has a very particular image in, in her head. And Fred and George are the outliers. But, I mean, she still loves them, like right? You know, to the point where she was so distraught having had an argument with them before they left the Quidditch, for the Quidditch, the Quidditch World Cup. Goodness. A a difficult word to say in anger. Um... Oh, yeah, I was not expecting a character assassination of, a failed character assassination of Molly Weasley here. I think part,
0: part part of part of my difficulty is that I can't remember the actress's name and that's really, really bad, but the on-screen portrayal of Molly Weasley is so different from the book version.
1: Julie Walters.
0: Julie Walters, thank you. God, I need, I get tinfoil left, right and centre this, this episode. Julie Walters is fantastic and that portrayal of Molly Weasley is so different from book Molly.
1: Yeah, you know what that's you, maybe fair because you
0: you forget
1: the calling it cruelty is,
0: is 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 slightly harsh but just there's there's so many little things that she does to her own children and other people's children that are just cruel.
1: Yeah, she's a flawed person. Sure. The fact that she kills life.
0: Bellatrix Lestrange doesn't cure her
1: of that, but equally, we're, we're not asking who are the most morally perfect dualists on this. No, list. We're,
0: we're we're absolutely not. But so my the, point actually, is, I don't. I don't
1: one is amazing.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Molly Weasley, so I'm not inclined to think well of her.
1: No, that's that's fair. That's fair. Well, it's not fair, but I can see why. Yeah, why that, that's your motivation. No, but like like I said, for me, she was... uh, I get the
0: point point that she 1v1s Bellatrix and wins, which is impressive. But I sort of think of that a bit like how mothers can lift cars off their children.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Like, it's it's just an adrenaline spike, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, But I mean, you know, she's still does it. and i think almost more importantly than actually killing her is wiping the smile off of her face that, that's almost more telling yeah it's not just that she kills her it's that she beats her first yeah and then the, the voldemort's then actually annoyed um
0: yeah so the reason bellatrix is on my list and is on my list very high is she's one of two people that we say fighting and winning a 3v1 and the other one is done is, is voldemort
1: yeah yeah, I considered exactly the same thing, but my issue was the makeup of the three versus the one. Yes. <laughs> Although, ironically, I've put one of them in the list. So.
0: Yeah, but you've put probably the best duelist in your list. I don't have a, I actually don't have a huge problem with Ginny. Uh,
1: but, uh, yeah, in brackets uh, with Ginny, by the way, I wrote if she's that good at fifteen, sixteen, exactly. Dot, dot, dot.
0: If if she's that good, that young, one assumes she's going to end up, you know, at least McGonagall tier. But I mean, yeah. Voldemort is one is three v ing Kingsley McGonagall and Flitwick.
1: Flitwick. Flitwick, Uh No, um, Slughorn. Slughorn, sorry. You're it's absolutely Flitwick's right. Flitwick's busy killing or, or incapacitating Dolov.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I Meanwhile, yeah, no, that...
1: so, so, I mean, Benatrix, Yes,
0: it's it's Hermione, Ginny, and Luna. Luna, yeah.
1: Who are all very able duelists, I think.
0: By that stage, yeah. I mean, yeah. Herm- Hermione and Ginny particularly. And I sort of assume Luna is, again, because she's just barmy.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Bellatrix uh, is just being attacked by... And she's like one of the most feared wizards there is. I, yeah. I don't know what I didn't like. I think it's because I put Molly there because she beat Bellatrix so therefore I couldn't put Bellatrix on. Does that make sense? no it
0: it does I, I don't agree with you because there's a huge difference between a 1v1 and a 3v1 but i i see what you're saying um i do see what you're saying
1: come to think of it though may, maybe i've actually subconsciously done what you were saying as well in terms of rating the good guys more highly cuz they play by different rules
0: I think there is an element of that. And the only people who sort of get out of that are the bad guys who massively.
1: The bad, yeah.
0: Like massively skew the scales. So Voldemort and Grindelwald. And then Bellatrix is on there because of her. She's essentially, by the end, Voldemort's number two.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Um. Yeah, yeah. But she's. I don't know. She's never really.
0: She takes out Frank and Alice Longbottom. She Not does. alone, granted, but.
1: She does. Just trying to remember. I mean, she beats Sirius, although that, that's a very odd duel, I suppose. Yeah, and I don't. Sirius
0: also. The one. I, I nearly had him on my list at one point and then well, didn't put him on quite significantly because he was at school and then in prison. Like that's his life. He's got realistically yeah. very little dueling experience, and what dueling experience he does have was so long ago that I'm not sure beating Sirius in the Department of Ministries is a big deal. Mysteries is a big deal,
1: although it's yeah, not, it's,
0: not, it's not nothing.
1: But then we we don't really see Bertrix do anything that impressive. Kills no,
0: Dobby. Uh, Dobby, that's not.
1: Not magical yeah I mean she she she's she's badass, I just didn't really fancy her for the no yeah, uh, it's fair for the list for for whatever reason um,
0: she might yeah. be, she but, might she might be more just capable of out and out cruelty, so it's not that she's a good duelist. It's just that even amongst the ranks of the Death Eaters, she's got absolutely no morals whatsoever. So she'll quite happily she's, torture yeah. Frank and bottom to into Insanity, for example, which sure, yeah. you think even someone like, like Lucius Malfoy probably turns his nose up at that.
1: Yeah, but, but Lucius... I don't think the Malfoys are necessarily evil as such. I think they're literally just out for themselves and they take the path of least resistance.
0: I think that's completely true. I think that's completely true. It was very easy to be a Death Eater when you didn't have to do very much to be a exactly.
1: Death Eater. Exactly, right, because we, we don't see the Malfoys do anything, really.
0: No. They're, they're a much bigger threat until
1: Voldemort comes back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose he, he does endanger the lives of many schoolchildren by giving, but, doing the diary. But... but he
0: doesn't read, like... That's... That's sort of just let's stir the pot and see what happens yeah no it's it not a
1: plan it is yeah and it's
0: it's it's more a plan to discredit Arthur Weasley than it is you know bring back the heir of slytherin and set the school on a path to pure bloodhood he'd probably be all right with that if that's what happens but that's what he's trying to do
1: yeah I agree actually so yeah so it's interesting that in terms of bad wizards we we don't have many right so I've got well, I guess just Voldemort and Grindelwald, but Bellatrix w- was a contender. I've got. We well, got we both, S- we, we've Snape. both got Snape. Snape is not really evil. So, so yeah, why did you put Snape <laughs> below so many people?
0: Um, why have I got Snape below so many people?
1: I think I actually see him duel a fair bit. We see him duel a fair bit. I think
0: I've undervalued him. I think he should be above Bellatrix. I'm looking at my list now. I think I've got him in the wrong place. I think he should be
1: fourth. I think it's the only place Snape can go. Genuinely.
0: I think he—I think he's losing the fight with Flitwick and McGonagall and Sprout.
1: Ah, okay, you see, but my argument but, against but no,
0: like... I, I know what you're arguing with, but it's about to be my counter-argument, but I'll let Where you make that? it. He's not fine to win. But he's got to look like no, he's going to win. No, that's not win. my
1: argument at all. My argument is that he's a Legilimens and an Occlumens on top of being an incredible duelist already, right? And he demonstrates okay. this. Sure, he demonstrates this really, uh, uh, really against Harry, but he knows what he his opponents blood are blood going evidence. to cast, and he see, knows I, how to block himself from displaying that information. I don't.
0: I don't think that's true. I think most senior wizards. I, everyone on, on my list, for example, is some level of legilimens. The prob- most I wonder if uh, that was
1: with McGonagall. Dumbledore asks Snape to teach him, not McGonagall, which would be a much better fit, not Flitwick. He might be maybe. better.
0: But he ought, but Dumbledore also knows that Snape has run as a double agent, so Snape's occlumency will be better than anyone else's because it
1: has to be. Sure. He doesn't need Harry to be dead. like the world's best occlumens right? And surely, Dumbledore, well, Dumbledore's got many flaws, and maybe he is too stupid to see that Snape is not the best teacher for Harren anyway. So, so even if McGonagall has a shred of Occlumency knowledge, I think that would have been a much better fit as a teacher.
0: I don't know that I, I, I think Snape's the best occlumence in Hogwarts.
1: Well, second to Dumbledore himself. Yeah,
0: I don't, I, I don't know whether. I mean, Dumbledore's probably very good. at that stage it probably doesn't really matter Um, so it's really 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 important to Dumbledore that Harry close his mind to Voldemort and that's why he gets Snape to do it because Snape's been doing that for 20 years Yeah. so it's specifically closing your mind to Voldemort as well it's not just generally being good at Occlumency it's specifically keeping Voldemort out. So if assuming that legitimacy is slightly different for each wizard, Harry needs to learn to block Voldemort's legitimacy, not everyone's. Perhaps. Perhaps. Perhaps.
1: But then equally, I think the other re- the other reason for Snape beating Flavic McGonagall is that he beats three of them. Well he doesn't beat them, but he doesn't get knocked down either.
0: No, that's true, he does hold them off. Um That's very true. I don't. I don't think he's.
1: If they're all at their peak, it would be a very great fight: Snape v. Flitwick v. McGonagall, uh, like one v. one situations. That would actually be a great dueling event to watch. I think. Yeah,
0: because they all have slightly different to- um, styles as well. That's the. Th- that's the other thing.
1: Yeah, but as the teachers always stress, though, you know, he is. You know, when when a teacher becomes the defense against the dark arts teacher, or or, you know, the teacher of their subject, they will be like, "Oh, you know, they're the expert." Yeah. So you would you would have to kind of give Snape the edge, right? As as the de facto defense against them, therefore also kind of master of dark arts.
0: Maybe, maybe. Because
1: he he does also know dark arts, which which he does. He does.
0: He does. He he knows things like obviously Sectumsempra. As well as all the unforgivables,
1: I find that <laughs> that that bit in the in the the broom chase thing, right, where he uses Sector sempra and obviously he misses. So like, yeah, but why use that kind of spell? You know, like because he's not—he's
0: <laughs> again because he's, he's not really trying to win, is he? Because he doesn't know which Harry is Harry.
1: And what I mean is. If he's so not if trying he, to win, he's also trying not to, to hurt anyone, right? Well, so why is he casting like this outrageous se- dark magic around?
0: Because Sextum's Emperor is a very visible sign that you're trying to
1: win. Yeah, but, but then even more so, if he accidentally hits the wrong person, yeah, but it's very obvious that it was him. Yeah. As, as an, I mean, if he if he hits a Death Eater, people will be like, you just hit our guy. And he's like, oh, i yeah. sorry,
0: it's fine. Yeah, but you're not going to knock someone off the broom if you hit them with Sectumscapra, are
1: you? Not in the no, same you way. just kill them, them outright. <laughs> yeah, well. Whereas if you if you yeah if if it's a rogue stupefy that could have gone from anywhere, you know. I don't think I
0: don't think I agree. Uh, maybe,
1: well, maybe. I don't. I don't think
0: Snape was winning that duel, the McGonagall Flitwick Sprite duel. I think he was losing hard. He was losing hard. Yes. I think he was losing before Flitwick and Sprite turned up as well. Not as hard, but I think he's Oh, that legit. I don't know. I think he was.
1: That I really don't know. It's, it's like that duel of, 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 you know, one of the High Elven kings versus one of the Dwarf kings, right? But, you know, one one's not really trying to hit back and ultimately therefore loses, right? So it's just one of those. Maybe. I really hope there are some Darwin fans listening.
0: We need to... We need to talk about Harry Potter.
1: We need to talk about Harry Potter.
0: And then we probably, and then we probably need to well. talk about Grindelwald, I think.
1: Well, the top three, I think we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. As, a, as a unit. Um, uh, but Harry Potter, so, so you didn't think he warranted being on the list?
0: Not as we see him in any of the seven books, no. Hmm. And I don't think he's got... Even the Ginny Weasley, if that's how good he is at 17, how good will he be when he's an
1: adult? Uh, See, I disagree. Really? In terms of sheer dueling ability, right? He has the the metal and the nerve. He has nerve,
0: that's very true. He
1: has the skill. uh, He he has the skills in terms of like quick draw, obviously fantastic aim and all that sort of stuff. Okay, right.
0: He's got hand-eye coordination. So this was, if this was an Old West-style shotgun duel, pistol yeah. duel, he'd I win. It up there.
1: <laughs> Shame he's a wizard, not a muggle. Sure. But what, what swung it for me at the end is a very specific thing he does. Okay. Which is the Protego he casts at the very end. The and and I know there's probably some like Deathly Hallows slash Orcrux slash whatever weirdness going on, but that Protego is like, the way that she writes it is like, it almost fills up the entire hall, right? So his his Protego is so strong that he just, in the middle of a battle, just like isolates everyone from himself and Voldemort. And that is some like really powerful dueling magic in my mind. More powerful than, than a lot of what we see
0: that's fair that is I suppose fair but at that point do we have the problem that he's the master of the Elder Wand so there's some
1: funny shit going on there there's some fun, but he casts it with just the Hawthorne one, not even his own but the Hawthorne Wand is his own at that point that's yeah but, point. But, it, but it doesn't really doesn't really gel with him that well does it I think it's, it's, it's more it. yeah yeah okay but I think there's just glimpses of of if, if the issue with him and, and Ron is that if they just sat down, right, just actually did some fucking work, exactly, just like twenty minutes a day, guys, like just do some fucking work, and they would be phenomenal wizards. I
0: think that's yeah, I think that's very true.
1: Um, and and you see it with Harry a lot, um, Ron a bit less so because it, that character is not always employed that way, sadly. But
0: I I think yeah, Ron is. If you look at Ron's OWL results, like they're pretty good for, for yeah. a guy who did basically no revision as far as we can tell.
1: Yeah, massively. Uh
0: no, I don't I don't I just don't rate Harry Potter as a duelist. I just don't. He loses yeah. he loses basically every duel he's in except the very last one, which he wins through
1: yeah, but then he's or also the the talking Actually, actually
0: the Yeah, the, the Patronus is is fair, but that's. I think of that more as sort of spirit than. or gumption than really. Yeah, but I think that's ability. a quality.
1: If you're talking maybe. to your maybe. No, no, he, he sort of went in and out of my list. Um It's
0: it's it, it's it's a very easy one to put in. I don't I don't hate it.
1: But it doesn't. I'm trying to think of a good one v one deal with Harry that we see.
0: It sort of feels like the reason Harry wins is because he goes into all of those fights because he has to rather than because he thinks he can win them
1: yeah no that's that's for sure right
0: so so the almost the overriding message is that's that's almost more important than being the best wizard
1: yeah yeah no I don't disagree with that but I think for me that I feel with there's glimpses in Harry that because he's so quick on his feet and he thinks really fast, if he just spent a bit more time on some of his softer skills, I could see him feasibly dueling a little bit like McGonagall, right? Like Being creative and using everything to his
0: He does does end up as an aura, obviously, so he's obviously fairly good.
1: Like the head aura, right? Head of magical law enforcement, if we consider the play canon, which I guess we have to. I
0: absolutely refuse to, but no. You know, a... I
1: very nearly put Delfini on here. I've still not seen it or read it. <laughs> I just need to piss you off. um well, that case, I'm glad I didn't because that's a massive spoiler.
0: It's the kid, right?
1: Yeah, it's the yeah. main. No, the, well, the main. One of the main characters, let's that Yeah. I thoroughly recommend the play, though. Really, really I, I, do,
0: I do want to see the play. It's meant to be fantastic. Um, the cinema, the sort of. Not cinematography, because it's a play, but the
1: the staging of it is meant to be very, very good. Yeah. um So Harry, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I like, don't, I don't hate, hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it, but it was well, Kingsley, <laughs> yeah. just about. Which you know, it's fundamentally stupid because obviously Kingsley is is a much better wizard at that point.
0: um Yeah, there's a lot more potential going on with you, I think.
1: For sure. Tell tell you one person who very nearly beat Molly to number 10. Okay. Uh Hagrid.
0: Ooh. And purely
1: because it doesn't matter how many stunners you send at the <laughs> guy, he's still going to hit you and he's you'll still to, gonna gonna be, p- be gone.
0: <laughs> he's gonna punch you in the face. That's interesting.
1: Cause like he he beats a lot of a lot of wizards.
0: He does he does beat the shit out of a
1: lot of wizards? It's just, you I... know, if he goes up against a snape, then, you know, that's, that's, that's the problem.
0: The, en- the, the moment he goes up against anyone with an ounce of creativity as opposed to just shouting Steve yeah. is what I really
1: loud. along with a brain.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'll I'll, I'll point out that Dawlish was one of the orders trying to take down Hagrid.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. I was hoping you weren't going to point that out.
1: Uh, good old Dawlish. I can't believe why you put Dawlish on your list, honestly. Too uh, funny. S- see it's times like this where I think why why am I doing this to myself why am I here it could be enjoying life you know instead I'm just
0: making you more and more angry and blood
1: pressure is probably like 200 over 240 it doesn't even make any sense but it's that's probably- not
0: even I a philosophy. number that blood pressure can be <laughs> um,
1: yeah okay so top 3 remind me how did you put yours
0: I've got Voldemort, Dumbledore, Grindelwald
1: I'd also like to point out that you've written Voldemort. So I think you just lose the game. Oh, so I have. Oh, well. you've lost all credibility there. It's my own list. I can spell it however I want. Voldemort. All oh. right, dickhead. No, nah, I fucking hate that. That she came out and said oh, it was supposed to be French. She's like, no, 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 that's a hard T. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tom. More of a riddle
0: is English, so it's Voldemort.
1: Yeah, no, he would learned French in that time. He would never went to school.
0: What when he was in Albania? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> um, Piss okay, on, so right you've there, Voldemort, home. Dumbledore, Grindelwald. So yeah, uh, so I've essentially moved Voldemort down two rungs. Yes, yeah, so you've gone... Voldemort um, drops. Voldemort. Dro- Voldemort drops to three. Yeah, yeah, it's a Dumbledore, Grindelwald, Voldemort. Yeah. and Voldemort. It's really yeah, he's too linear if that makes any sense. His,
0: his thing is just that he's just really strong.
1: Yeah. Um, and you see it again, like the only real you know, beautiful jewel that we have of him is against but is his only move against anyone ever is just casting Ever Cadaver. And it's yeah. not creative, you see.
0: No, like Dumbledore
1: in, in that duel, Dumbledore ca- is casually strolling towards him, and Voldemort is throwing everything he has, and it does nothing. You know, the, the, hmm, It's just poor. And he only has to start getting creative because Dumbledore starts throwing some weird shit at him.
0: But he, my, I guess my fault there is he deals with the weird shit, right? He, he doesn't. He do- Dumbledore, yeah, he Dumbledore deals- comes out him very sideways, and and Voldemort deals with
1: it. But it's, yeah, but that see that fight. It's it's like the only argument we can have, right, between the two of them. But it's equally there's so many layers because all, Dumbledore at that point, I guess, is he
0: stalling for time?
1: He's stalling for time, right? Because he wants the Ministry to actually He wants the, he wants the he Ministry to take, to take it or not he's take He's also to sure but... Harry doesn't get killed. Yeah. Um, he's presumably also still like kind of this is where it kind of becomes difficult as to how magic works but
0: is he still maintaining the anti-disapparation yeah chase, that's or is, that, is that something right? that gets left that's really
1: yeah good. yeah does he make that in that sort of stays right i don't know uh yeah i don't i don't
0: hate Dumbledore He's also ancient at that point like let's not forget that's very, that's very true i don't hate dumbledore at one i really don't um And then Grindel- Grindelwald is very difficult, because we don't know very much about him. Obviously, there's everything that we've seen from Fantastic Beasts, but... Well, let's just not. Let's just not. Although, Mads-
1: that level.
0: Mads Mikkelsen's Grindelwald is great. Uh, and should, should have just been him from the start. Is
1: the latest? Well, I haven't seen is, the latest.
0: Yeah. Is uh, it awful? Secrets of Dumbledore. It's really bad, but Jude Law and Mads Mikkelsen are great in it. So you see,
1: that's what I want to, if you're going to make a film that talks about Dumbledore versus Grindelwald, that's just what I want to see. Yeah. I don't want to see the weird, the weird backstory bullshit. I don't know. It's it's
0: quite good. Uh, That that bit of it's quite good. The rest of it makes no fucking sense. It's just bad. (laughs) Um... I'm really annoyed that I've seen it. Like in a way, I'm annoyed that I've seen it, but I'm also not because I enjoy watching Jude Law's Dumbledore because it's very good. It's who is exactly who you imagine Dumbledore was when he was younger.
1: Yeah, I've, no, I, exactly. I could see that, and Mads Mikkelsen, I think, as well.
0: Much better than Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's Grindelwald was weird. He was not, weird, not just because Johnny Depp was weird, but Mad, Mads has so much charisma.
1: Yeah, and uh, Johnny Depp's was just overtly, it was like it's like a caricature, right?
0: That's the real problem. I really liked um, uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's
1: really good Grindelwald. Actually, I think they should
0: have just. I think I think they should have just kept him, as he would have been a really good Grindelwald.
1: Yeah, but I think now they're sort of in it for the. Let's just change the actor every single film. I think they're going
0: to stick with Mads.
1: <laughs> Do you think they're going to actually finish these films?
0: <sighs> There's only two to go.
1: That's, that's many million dollars.
0: They must have they must have run out of magical creatures by now, though. Anyway, what's my point? What was I saying before we diverted? The problem with Grindelwald is we don't know very much about him, other than yeah. that he's essentially a peer of Dumbledore's.
1: Yeah, perhaps a shade less skillful, right? So that's
0: sort of my thought because Dumbledore. We don't know what happened, but Dumbledore beat. Grindelwald, while Grindelwald had the Elder Wand.
1: Yes. Although, you know, if, if some sources are to be believed, like we just skated, then, you know, Grindelwald surrendered.
0: I There's probably an element of truth to that, I think.
1: I really hope that's not the conclusion they canonized. No, I, w- I, I don't
0: want them to canonise. I, I think it's going to be more complicated than just Dumbledore beat him in a straight duel.
1: Yeah, no, I'm hoping that this becomes Harry Potter's equivalent of um, Obi-Wan versus um, Anakin. That's what I want from that duel. Like, just oh, heart, absolutely. Emotion, heart-rending, Dumbledore ends up on the high ground, which surely makes no difference in a wizard fight. But And then,
0: out of nowhere, Newt Scamander and a Niffler fly down <laughs> Like, that's exactly the what's gonna happen to
1: the <laughs> of Like, oh Dumbledore didn't do it on his own. It's like and, fuck off.
0: <laughs> and, and Niffler stole the Elder Wand and gave it to Dumbledore. That's actually uh, what's gonna
1: happen. Why are we getting paid millions to write this? We might <laughs> as well. Uh, no, but this is for me because because I favor Dumbledore over Voldemort, and I think because, because because Dumbledore and Grindelwald dueled in their primes. And Dumbledore wins. Yeah, but that's why I think I would give the edge to Grindelwald of a Voldemort. Again, it probably comes down to creativity, although I'm basing that on very little.
0: No, that's... I suspect you're right, though. I don't know why I suspect you're right, but I suspect that you're right. Grindelwald's rhetoric was meant to have been more palatable than Voldemort's, at least to begin with. I mean, well, yeah, is
1: just... It's the same as Dumbledore's, right? Exactly. It's the same, you know, we're, we're very analogous, really, to those two in terms of for the greater good. Except that I probably wouldn't mind killing muggles. Whereas <laughs> you, you probably object to that. I was so confused
0: with where you were going there and then you went to the worst possible place. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, I think, I think I think in a sense you're right, we both think that we would be the best people to lead humanity into the new dawn
1: Technocrats you know, But you'd be like,
0: happy to climb over a mound of corpses to do it and i quite like to walk around them
1: I didn't say I'd be happy about it <laughs> the, the, the corpses are more sort of a if I must thing rather than a yay corpses thing Whereas Voldemort, that's very much like a... Well, actually, I don't think he cares one way or another, actually. But, just, but, he, but he, his his end goal was purely selfish. Was I that's, think that's the difference
0: was. with Voldemort. Yeah, I, I agree with that. His, his end goal was just immortality. But the other side of this is Voldemort achieves a form of pseudo-immortality, which clearly Grindelwald didn't. Now, maybe he didn't want to. One assumes it was within his capabilities, but you can't discount the fact that if you hit Voldemort with a killing curse, he'll come back a couple of weeks later and he'll be pissed. Granted, he might be in the back of Quirrell's head, but.
1: Yeah. True. Yeah. And that's a powerful bit of magic. Hmm. I mean, but it's it's I think Voldemort is he's too he's too one dimensional. You see, that's that's his problem. I think
0: I can I can see that argument. Essentially, Voldemort opens with a vada and ninety nine times out of a hundred, that just works.
1: Except it works like zero times out of the times we see him do it in the books. It's really funny. <laughs> he kills Frank Bryce. That's that's more <laughs> or less all we see him do. <laughs> he kills everyone in the room when he's
0: told about the theft of the car, Oh camp. yeah, that is true. But there's no one of particular import named there. I don't think he kills anyone at Hogwarts. Except Snake. You, except Snape, but he uses a snake to do that.
1: Does he kill anyone at the Battle of Hogwarts? He I doesn't I do anything at the Battle of Hogwarts, That's the thing.
0: Well, yeah, because he, he, his whole thing is he doesn't enter the fray, right? He wants Harry to come to him, and if Harry doesn't come to him, then he'll enter the fray and kill everyone.
1: Yeah, he just spends that entire book like slowly committing suicide. It's funny, because <laughs> last time you said can we please not have suicide as the plot resolution. That <laughs> sort of is what it is. Very, very, very tangentially, yes. <laughs>
0: But no, guys, please stop using suicide as a plot resolution mechanic. Yeah, just do better.
1: Just do better. It's, yeah. All right. Yeah, so Voldemort, yeah. No. Uh, for me, Albus a firm, firm favorite. You know what? Aberforth was another one that I'd considered briefly, purely for the reason that I wrote he didn't die in a duel with Albus and, Gr- and uh, Grindelwald. Yes. That's which is pretty badass.
0: <laughs> I think you're meant to think that that descended into everyone fighting everyone, so like Albus probably stopped Grindelwald killing Aberforth and then ended up dueling Grindelwald and then also dueling Aberforth because Aberforth was angry and
1: Yeah, I try to picture that as like Aberforth and Grindelwald like trying to kill each other No, you're right. The yeah, fact that... actually, actually, Grindelwald beats Aberforth really early on, doesn't he? Because I think, doesn't he start doing like the Cruciatus Curse on him, and that's, so. Albus, like, and that's uh, what snaps Like that's
0: what Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I'm looking back at my list. Yeah, right, I... you get you're right. Let's, let's give let's give ourselves one change if if we want to take it.
0: I move Snape up to six from eight.
1: I just shift everyone down a bit. Yeah, no, just shift Bellatrix and Mad-Eye down. I...
0: You're going to say you don't change anything because your list is perfect, aren't you?
1: No, I'm I'm tempted to... To put Hagrid there instead of Molly. (laughs) We see him do much more. I actually hate that less. Believe it or not. In that case, I'll leave my list because it's (laughs) better. I'll give it to them tied. Tied in 10th place. Molly and Hagrid, how's that? (laughs) No, at least have the courage
0: of your convictions.
1: Okay, fine. Molly it is.
0: Oh. I really went for Molly Weasley there.
1: Yeah, who knew all the hate? Goodness. Yeah. I,
0: I I basically I read something like a blog post or something from someone who pointed out all of the awful things done by a character in a in a book, and then said at the end, "This was Molly Weasley," and I was just like,
1: "Holy shit!" Yeah, I've seen that, but, you know, that, it's easy to constrict uh, construe those kind of realities, isn't it? No, it,
0: it is. It absolutely is. But I do think the point that because we experience Molly through Harry's eyes, we only see the fact that she's really kind to him, and we don't see the sort of essentially supervised neglect of her own children.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. She's very well written from that point of view. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she is very well written from that point of view. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's, it's funny. Did, did, you ever consider Ron or Hermione? I did
0: consider Hermione. I didn't consider Ron. Well, no, I did in order to not consider him. If you see what I mean. I went. Yeah, Ron. yeah. As in I, went, Don't Ron. No. I Think
1: of. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's that sort of thing, right? Uh, but even I though did. I, I, I tried to give him a fair chance, but. I, you just don't really
0: see him. That, so that was my issue with Ron, was that you don't see him do a great deal.
1: He gets shortchanged in that regard, right? Because Hermione I considered for a long time, because she's obviously possibly like the next Albus Dumbledore in the making.
0: So <laughs> my issue him. with Hermione comes back to the point that you were making about creativity. I don't think that we've seen creativity
1: from Hermione. Yeah. Two, two bookies, yet, right? Yeah,
0: so Hermione's uh, way of approaching a duel would be so systematic. And obviously, she's so smart and so technically powerful that her systematic approach would be really successful a lot of the time. But she comes up against a McGonagall or a Dumbledore-esque character or a Grindelwald. She's fucked because she's not going to be able to deal with the creativity.
1: See, no. So she's actually a, a Voldemort, not a Dumbledore.
0: Potential? No.
1: Like, is Voldemort similar, I think? All the knowledge, and then just this one way of thinking in terms of applying it. I I
0: think she'd be less linear than Voldemort. Right? I don't think she'd always go straight to whatever the good guy equivalent of Avada Kedavra is. But I think she'd be highly predictable.
1: Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that.
0: I just sort of feel like she'd just start reciting the standard book of spells grade A. It's
1: it's a little bit of that, right? I just for me the test would be if you put her in that cave with Harry, right? Where, where the where the Horcrux is. You know how Harry's like amazed when Vol- when not Voldemort that would be weird. Uh when Dumbledore is just sort of standing there and, and feeling the magic, right? Yes, like he's, he's he's showing that level of understanding and feeling of magic, and I, that's just a level that I I don't think I see Hermione getting to. I don't, I don't see
0: that. I don't see that instinctive grasp of magic.
1: But equally, I don't see Voldemort having that either, or like a Snape.
0: No, that feels like a Dumbledore Grindelwald thing. Yeah.
1: It's just a different league, really, isn't it?
0: Well, D- Dumbledore, we know, specifically, is, like, creative with magic. He invents spells, he discovers things. He's a researcher. So he's obviously got a different way of looking at magic from other people. Yeah. So, the question then becomes, who else is like that? And and is that useful in a duel?
1: I don't, I don't, I don't
0: don't think, I don't think Hermione is that level.
1: Hermione is not that level. Maybe. I
0: see her more as someone like a Kingsley type, just technically really sound.
1: Yeah. But then we have to remember that she only gets exceeds expectations in defense against the dark arts. So like, like, do you, that that kind of magic is, is really her weak point. I mean, it's obviously yes not by any standard, but it's
0: yes. That's true she does
1: so well in the Ministry fight. And this is this is my point about Ron is that you don't see him in that fight at all until he gets like, you know, brain fogged by a brain.
0: Yeah, but she does really well in the Ministry fight.
1: Well, yeah, and until Dolohov sort of does something, yeah.
0: I'm thinking I should have Dolohov on my list. That might be my... Other. If I can have one more change, I think I'm swapping Dolish for Dolohov.
1: Ah, uh, but he gets... He gets, um... He gets taken apart by Flitwick. He gets taken apart by Flitwick. He gets taken apart by Dumbledore. And he gets owned a couple of times by Harry and, I think, Neville. Hmm. Like They they literally um, full body bind curse him, which is just really funny. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like a first year (laughs) spell. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I could see why he should be up there, but then he does stuff that's like, why? Why are you this incompetent? Yeah, I think that's... I think think
0: what, what we've really learned today is that the Harry Potter books aren't really conducive to, like, ranking characters in terms of power level once you get out of Dumbledore and Voldemort.
1: (laughs) Yeah, after that it becomes very... Stops being relevant. Although, of course, we should appreciate that Dobby would probably kick everyone's ass. Well, yeah, elf magic, it just works differently. Exactly. Just snap your fingers and you're like, oh, I'm dead. Oh, no! Dobby just (laughs) apparates inside you. Oh, that okay on that note let's <laughs> just, I just don't, like don't, don't even do the outro just cut I can't believe I can't be branding <laughs> on that that's so weird <laughs> why and I, and I thought I was over my anger uh, but anyway if, if you do feel some sort of anger towards Sean the way that I do come tell us on Twitter or come tell us on Discord um Thanks ever so much for listening to this episode of Expertise is Overrated. Um, no doubt we've said some things that were either objectively wrong or downright offensive. Hello. As ever, feel free to let us know, rate the podcast and leave us a comment or drop us an email at expertiseisoverrated at gmail.com, tweet us at zero expertise, check out our website expertiseoverrated.podbean.com, or come join us on our Discord server.
0: If you're lucky, we might just argue with you in one of our upcoming episodes. If you're really lucky, we might call you an idiot. Now, again, we'll be back in two weeks' time. Uh, We'll be feeding shamelessly on the hype being created by Amazon's coming Rings of Power series as we present Casting by Expertise is Overrated, The First Age. Join us then for more nonsense.